Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. And here's the queen herself, registered dietitian Heather Klug. Hello, everyone. On today's episode of the Queen of Hearts podcast, we're going to be talking about metabolism, what that really means, how it's measured, and then we're going to bust some metabolism myths that are out there. With me today is a special guest. Her name is Bethany DeBrew Adams. Yay. Yeah, and she's going to just help us with talking about metabolism. Oh, great. So, <laughs> so Bethany, when I say metabolism to you, what mm-hmm. comes to mind? Because I find this can be a confusing concept for a lot of people. Okay, so when I hear metabolism, I think it comes to a screeching slowdown at some point in your life. Um, and I, I, to me, it was like my mid twenties. I'm thinking that it happened. I have no proof of this. (laughs) Um, but I think I, I think of it in terms of weight loss, weight maintenance, where, Mm -hmm. you know, if I have a fast metabolism, I don't put on any weight. If I have a slow metabolism, I pack it on no matter what I do. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're partway there. Those things are good. Yeah. Yeah. So metabolism is really the sum of all the chemical, physiological things that um, are going on in your body. So it's kind of the energy that's required for your body to thrive and survive on a day-to-day basis. So think about it as even if you're sitting in a chair all day, Doing oh. nothing, oh. right? That sounds Just wonderful. staring while well, staring at the wall all day doesn't sound okay, fun. Maybe not. But let's say hypothetically you did that, your body still is using up energy. It needs calories basically to mm-hmm. function because your organs need energy, right? So your heart is pumping blood while you're sitting there. Your lungs are helping you breathe. Your kidneys filtering blood. Livers detoxifying. Your body's okay. regulating its temperature. There's stuff being repaired. Other things being produced. Yeah. Yeah, so it's doing a lot of great things for you. Which you don't necessarily think about on any given day. Right. I think most people think about kind of the calories our body burns when we're moving and exercising, right? right? right. So putting like, if okay, if I'm just sitting there all day, my that's my resting metabolic rate? Correct. Right? Yep. Okay. And that, so how many calories does that burn? Like, am I sitting there and I, it takes me like, 400 calories. Is it like when I work out on the elliptical and oh, I no, think no, I'm no. burning It's higher. And... It's much higher than that. Okay. So the lowest I've seen is in the 800s, few in the 900s. Mm-hmm. Most people that I've measured, I've done over like a thousand measurements. Okay. And wow. usually I, you. yeah, usually I find people between a thousand and two thousand. Okay. okay. That's a pretty wide. It is, which is why it's helpful to get something like that measured to kind of really see what it is. Okay. So does so what kind of determines your resting metabolic rate? Does it does it have something to do with like how tall I am or like a little bit. So your resting metabolic rate is influenced by many things. One of them is certainly genetics, right? Some families kind of have Thanks, mom higher and dad. metabolism. Some have lower <laughs> ones. But beyond that, things like um, gender is a big one. Okay. Um, men typically have higher resting metabolic rates than women I know that stinks but it's basically it's not fair but basically (laughs) it's because men tend to have more lean muscle mass compared to women we tend to have slightly less and a little more 
body fat because we're the ones that have babies. Of course, yes. <laughs> we keep the, the species going. So, <laughs> so we are important. <laughs> we, we are very important. Um, age is a really big one. So when you're in your teens and you're growing, your mm. resting metabolic rate is going to be the highest it will ever be. And then every decade, especially after age 25, this is what you were alluding to before, okay. it does start to go down. For me, because I was measuring it, I took a big hit in my 30s. Okay. But now I've kind of stayed stabilized again in my 40s but I'm okay. sure it'll go again go down again during menopause so much like but every decade else. yeah it goes down because we're losing muscle which leads me to the next point okay so muscle mass is a big determinant of your resting metabolic rate so the more muscle you have the higher that number will tend to be okay and then a few other things um, hormones a little bit so sure. um, especially something like your thyroid okay if okay. you have low thyroid function what I typically see is you may have a resting metabolic rate a couple hundred below the normal range and then the last one is medications so okay. some speed up your metabolism a little and some do lower it I don't think I'm on any that speed up my metabolism no I'm not either <laughs> <laughs> well that's not yes. fair <laughs> and we'll talk about supplements in a little bit but. okay so how do you find out what your resting metabolic rate is is it some like hideous test where you're going to poke me with like 100 needles or Yes, when you come in, I'm going to poke you oh, all great. over the yeah, place. Yeah, then I'm no. definitely not No, it definitely done. not, everybody. <laughs> so basically, when you come in to do this, it's a simple breathing test. There are a few things you have to do ahead of time, but when you come in, I put a nose clip on your nose. Ooh. You're going to, yeah, there's a mouthpiece that attaches to the calorimeter. Um, you put that in your mouth, you create a good seal, and you just breathe for five to ten minutes. So well, that doesn't sound so bad. No, it, it's pretty easy to do, and when you're done, I know your resting metabolic rate your unique one interesting yeah so what about if I say I live too far away or I can't make it in to see you for whatever reason is there a way I can find that out do I have to have one of these calories yeah I mean there are some other places that do it too but really what you could also do is you could go online I would just google right google rmr calculator I use a site called global rph and what you're doing is you're putting in your height weight age and gender Okay. okay. So I should point out that these are not 100% accurate because those are the only variables they don't they know, right? They don't know your body composition for that weight. They don't know if there is something going on with your hormones or right. if you're taking medications, right, that affect your metabolism. So um, so it's a good ballpark number to kind of start with. And then if you're not seeing results after staying around that calorie level, sure. right, really paying attention to things, then it's worth maybe finding somebody that can measure that. Okay. So you must get a lot of people whose goal it is like using their resting metabolic rate to maybe lose weight or yes, figure out what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. I mostly see women between the ages of like 30, 35-ish up to like maybe 55, 60-ish. So Ooh, that's women. That's kind of in that range yeah, where things start going that haywire. Is, yeah. That is for certain. So yeah. So I primarily see women who are looking to lose weight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now that we've kind of talked about how you figure all this out, what are some of the biggest myths that you run into when you're talking to people about their metabolism and how they need to move forward? Okay. Probably one of the biggest myths I hear a lot from people are 
um, thinking that there's some kind of magical supplement or food that they can take that there's will just not? no. I really wish there was. <laughs> there was. I would take it too because <laughs> I do not have a high metabolism. I have a good one for my parameters, but mm-hmm. mine would be considered kind of lower. Okay. Um, so if there was something out there that I could take that would raise it several hundred a day, <laughs> I would be taking it. Yeah. But yeah, there's. I mean, there's things out there. You're going to see a ton of stuff on the internet. Oh, it'll. How it'll rev up your metabolism and really boost it. And most of those things um, do that maybe if they do raise your metabolism, it's only in the short term, right? Like if you drink a bunch of coffee, it'll Mm -hmm. raise it for like half an hour to an hour and then it levels off, right? It's not like a constant where it's changing that resting metabolic rate number overall. It's kind of like doing a little extra exercise. Right. And it's keep in mind, it's not ton. So it's not raising it 500 a day or anything like that. You know, like even eating like peppers, you know, chili peppers might raise it 10. I don't think you can eat enough chili peppers. (laughs) Right. You might burn your mouth instead. Um, The other thing to point out, too, especially with supplements, is that um, most of those things have stimulants in them. Oh, yeah. And stimulants can be very, very harmful, especially to the heart. So a lot have been found to uh, speed up your heart rate. Sometimes they can affect heart valves yes um it can be very dangerous or it can throw you out of your natural heart rhythm so i would i would have people stay clear of any of that kind of stuff yeah that Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah what else so another myth i hear out there a lot of people think um when they lose weight often because they're exercising more they think this is going to raise their metabolism oh and and it doesn't i'd love to tell you that's true but the sad thing is that as you lose weight most likely your resting metabolic rate number is actually going to go down oh my god really (laughs) yeah you know it is it'd be great if it worked (laughs) the other way but it doesn't and that's because when you lose weight especially if you just are cutting calories Mm -hmm. or doing cardiovascular exercise with every pound you lose you know, some of that's fat, a little bit's water. About 25% of every pound is muscle. Oh, boy. And what did we talk about before? Muscle is important yeah. to keep your... So if you lose muscle, high. you lose, Ugh. you know, your metabolism goes down, sure. right? And it just goes down a little bit. It's like three to five calories for every pound you lose. But if you lose 10 pounds... And it's chipping away. Yeah, now you got to cut like 30 to 50 calories to kind of keep things going. That okay. or you got to burn it off more, right? Right. And that's when people hit a plateau. Okay. <laughs> they get stuck, right? We've been there before. Yes, yes. So, um, so yeah, as you lose weight, your metabolism actually goes down a little bit, so you may have to do some modifications. Now, which leads me to another myth that's okay. kind of out there, and that's if you do strength training or HIT okay. training, like high-intensity interval, interval training, um, that this is going to magically rev up your metabolism, too. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a tiny bit of truth to it in that, you know, it does burn more calories during the workout. It doesn't change right. your overall number, but you do get what's called like a nice afterburn, really, especially okay. with the HIT training. For a 24-hour period, you might burn a little bit extra. It's somewhere okay. between like 25 to 50 extra calories. So oh, well, it's not hundreds. Yeah, it's not hundreds. That would burn off like a couple M&Ms. Right. 
And then with the strength training, if you do that consistently, and that means you do at least two sessions a week where you're working multiple muscle groups and you build your lean muscle, uh-huh. again, you're going to you're gonna increase, because you're increasing your muscle, you're going to burn a little bit more calories just sitting there doing nothing. Okay. But it's not hundreds. Again, Ugh. it's a little bit extra, right? Well, that's disappointing. Unless you become a bodybuilder, but most of us aren't <laughs> going to be doing that. I don't foresee that happening in my right. future. Right, right. So... Yeah, so those are a couple big kind of myths I can think of out there. So what you're saying is your metabolism is a lot like buying a brand new car. So I buy a brand new car and like the minute I drive it off the lot, it starts going down in value regardless Mm -hmm. of what I do. And, you know, over the years, I'm going to replace the transmission. I'm going to repair dents. I'm going to repair scratches. Yeah. And no matter what I do... I'm still never going to get back to that prime value that it was before <laughs> I drove. Yeah, I never thought about it in that way. But <laughs> it's such an optimistic way Isn't it? Yeah, things, it's slightly right? depressing. But yeah, we're never going to be <laughs> that <it> brand new <laughs> teenager model oh, anymore, right? That would be wonderful. Yeah. Can I add one last thing up there? I just thought of this, too. Okay. Something that I it's hear a podcast. lot. You can add whatever you want. <laughs> so another thing I encounter a lot with people is that um, they think if they have a lower metabolism mm-hmm. that they're not going to be able to lose weight at all. Oh, yeah. And that's and not that's true. I would probably think that, right, too. Right, sure. Because you think it's hardly nothing. A lot of it's them think... It's <laughs> almost finite. It seems like it's finite. Like, right? if my metabolism is low, then what's the point? Yeah. So here's kind of the deal with that. So if you have one that's considered lower, and just so you know, the metabolism isn't... Because um, people often ask me, too, they're like, so is, it is my number good or bad? <laughs> that's the first question they always ask. So we after, what know. does that mean? They're like, well, is that good or bad? Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's really more, is it in a range for your height, weight, age, and gender. So we talk about that, how it kind of compares to that. But your resting metabolic rate kind of is what it is, okay? It's kind of your budget. It's what you have to work with, and it's just you have to deal with that, okay? So if you have a lower one kind of like mine, Mm -hmm. and this is what would happen to me whenever I would have to lose weight, I could never get it – I could never lose weight quickly. Let's put it that way. Like I was never the person that could lose two pounds a week or more. Okay. I'd be busting my butt exercising, you know, six, seven days a week, Mm -hmm. really watching what I was eating, and I'd maybe lose a quarter of a pound or a half a pound. I know, but over the long run, it was fine, right? Right. It's just – on a week-to-week basis, it didn't look like much. So if you have a lower resting metabolic rate, mm-hmm. what I always remind those people is that you can lose weight, okay. but it is going to come off a little more slowly. Sure. And you're going to have to put maybe a little more effort in compared to people who have higher ones. So Ugh. don't play that comparison game, which right. is what a lot of us end up doing. Well, oh, why sure. can my friend lose two pounds a week or a whole pound and I can only lose a half a pound you may have very different metabolisms okay like my husband and I we our resting metabolic rates are 700 calories apart that's a lot it is a lot that's like a dinner but he's a foot taller than me he has more muscle than me I can't eat what he does right so I have to be a little more careful so I just wanted to put that out there too well that's all that's really good information to have so it's 
slightly discouraging, but there's a glimmer of hope. You leave the door open (laughs) enough that it's a hopeful thing. Yeah. So I hope that helped all of you out there hearing about metabolism. (laughs) And if you have further questions on metabolism, feel free to contact us in the Karen Yacht Center. You can find us at karenyachtcenter.org. We have a Facebook page. We have a Pinterest page. There's lots of ways to connect with us. All right, so that's it for today. Until next time, ladies, be the ruler of your own heart. Thank you for joining us on the Queen of Hearts podcast. Our podcast is recorded here at the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center inside Aurora St. Luke's Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For more heart-healthy tips, info, recipes, and more, visit our website at www.karenyancecenter.org Like us on Facebook at Karen Yacht Center and follow us on Pinterest. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our show and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, ladies, be ruler of your own heart.